estoy mejor que nunca. Es mejor solo que mal acompañado. Ahora como en un lucha. Voy a seguir cantando, produciendo, viendo la vida color. Voy a seguir siendo yeco en Limontal hasta que se saque el malecón. Welcome to Radio Menea. I am Vero Valletti Flores. And I'm Miriam Soila Perez. And on this podcast, we bring you a mix of mainstream and alternative Latinx jams based on a different theme each episode. And today's theme is our favorites from 2016. Yes, um, I am so, so, so excited to be doing this. It's so hard yeah. to pick favorites. It is hard. It is hard. I know we're calling this like best of 2016, but... I needed Veto to be like, it's okay. It doesn't actually have to be like the definitive answer to like the best three songs from 2016 because that was just <laughs> too much pressure for me. <laughs> yeah, so. subjective. Best according to us. Exactly. So it's, these are my favorites from 2016, y'all. So uh, there's so many other songs out there that were amazing this year. <laughs> Don't judge. That's us. right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. M- maybe I'll like try and work in a few of the others that we couldn't mention here today somewhere along the, the way yeah. but like we only get to pick three songs each for these so there's yeah. obviously so so many that we're not gonna yeah. get to and i acknowledge that like the music i listen to is not the definitive best music you know it's like it's a slice of the genres that are out there so <laughs> that. including this song which we've been listening to which is my pick it's called Hasta que seque el malecón, and it's by Jacob Forever. Yes, you've been looking for a reason I have to bring been. this song. I have been. I think I even posted this, <laughs> like the video of this song on Facebook, on the Radamina Facebook at some point this year when it came out. I think this song yes. is the shit. Do you like it, Beto? Yeah, yeah, I like it. I'm into it. Yeah, you're like a little bit. Well, you can get yeah, no, I'm not like, I'm not anti. I wouldn't change the radio if it's on, you know? Okay, like it was, okay. Yeah, All right. yeah. All right, awesome. So... Jacob Forever is a Cuban reggaetonero, actually still on the island. I mean, I'm sure he's traveling a lot, but born and raised in Cuba, in Havana. And he actually was part of the group Gente de Sona, which is a pretty Mm -hmm. well-known Cuban reggaeton group um, that he left in 2013. And I don't know the story, but it sounds like it wasn't super amicable. (laughs) And the, the... If you listen to the lyrics of the song, they kind of indicate that too. I mean, he doesn't actually explicitly um, say anything about Gente de Sona, but it's all about like... I'm good without you. Like, look at me. I'm doing my thing. Um, I don't need you. Which I'm like, all right. I thought it. Yeah, exactly. I know. I know. So um, I just love it. I mean, I love the. I love the beat. I love the the sound of it. I love the lyrics. The video is beautiful. It's shot in Havana, so you should definitely check that out. It's really, really gorgeous. And yeah, I mean, the the whole like the song is all built on a metaphor, right? Which is that like I'm gonna be doing this thing until. Hasta que seque el malecón, which means until the malecón dries up. And the malecón is the, like, big seawall that runs along Havana. Malecón really just means, like, huge seawall. Mm-hmm. Um, and it runs along mm-hmm. Havana. And it's from, like, colonial times. It's really old. And it's, like, probably the most iconic thing, I think, in Cuba or particularly Havana. And so, um, you know, the malecón is never going to dry up. Really, it's probably going to be underwater, completely submerged at some point because of rising <laughs> yeah. sea levels. We're honest about it. But, That's like, if right. you're in Havana, like, the malecón just constantly is getting hit by waves, by waves, by waves, right? So that's why it's, like, the malecón's never going to dry up. So, yeah, like, it's a constant. I'm going to be... Exactly. I'm going to be doing this thing till forever, basically. Um, and I actually got to go to Havana for the first time in May. I think I mentioned on the podcast, but haven't talked about it. Um, my parents are both from Havana. They left when they were 
11 and 13 respectively. And so I went back with my mom for her first time in 56 years Wow! in May. Yeah. It was deep. I wrote an article about it um, that I can link to in our blog post if people want to hear more about my reflections. But the Malecon was definitely like the like iconic – it like felt like a huge deal to see that for the first time. Yeah, you know, the Malecon is really like such a central gathering point in cities, right? Like in yeah. any city that has a Malecon – it's mm-hmm. like, it's so beautiful and calming and like sort of like a little placita, you know, I feel like it's a very central, um, iconic location wherever, wherever it yeah. is, right? When, wherever there's a malecón, whether we're talking about in Santo Domingo or we're talking about any yeah. city anywhere across Latin America, it's just like right. a beautiful place to be and hang out. Yeah. And it's like a yeah, constant. Exactly. It's a gathering place. Like people just chill mm-hmm. at night and sit on the malecón. To get to the malecón, you have to like risk your life crossing really intense traffic. <laughs> Which is not something I knew until I got to Cuba. Like pedestrians do not have the right of way in Cuba. Like that just does not exist. Like the concept does not exist. And crosswalks who also do not exist. So you literally no, have, so you to, just like, have to like thug it out. Run. <laughs> you have to run across like four lanes of pretty fast traffic to get to sit oh, on the Malecon. But I did do it a few times. It is it is worth it. So so anyway, yeah, but yeah, this this song is awesome. I think this is probably his biggest hit. Um, I feel like he's going to be doing some good stuff, though. I'm, like, excited to see what else he has to offer. Uh, but I, I just, like, love the song. And, yeah, I've been waiting for an excuse to bring it. So it's definitely one of my faves from this year, for sure. Yeah. We were going to maybe, like, do, like, an episode about weather or climate change. Weather. <laughs> we kept trying to think about I mean, hey, we might still, so don't give it all away. We might also, still. like, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. one about choosing to stay solo. And I was like, maybe I'd bring this for that, even though it's not about okay. relationships. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but all these things may still come in 2017. Oh, by the way, if you still want to give us suggestions for themes, we've gotten a few. We're open tomorrow, yeah. so you can hit us yeah, up. Yeah, thanks for but, your suggestions so far. We've got, yeah. we've got some great ideas. It's been good. Oh, and I feel like I can't talk about a Cuban artist without acknowledging the fact that Fidel Castro died since we recorded know, our last episode. so huge. Yeah. Uh, my God. It just feels like that. I mean, this kind of connects to the fact that, like, 2016 just feels like the year that, like, won't stop, like... And I'm I want and, and, like, spoiler alert, if you want to read the article I wrote about Castro, like, I'm not going to say that his death is, like, something that I would put in the category of, like, all the horrible things that have happened in 2016 because he's not someone that I'm going to mourn in that way. Um, but it just feels like one of those years where, like, just really intense shit just keeps happening and happening and mm-hmm. happening and things that require, like, a lot of emotional response. And it's just been fucking Yeah, 2016 terrible. has been a doozy. It's terrible. Yeah. 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 Like, lista para despedirme, <sighs> you know? Yeah. Bye. I know. I'm like, I'm really neat. There needs to be like a big bonfire in my life at the end of this year to just like ritually and symbolically burn some, some something, I don't know, something to be like the end of this year and to let it go and to try to like have some hope that 2017 will be better. Uh, I know, but I feel like I felt that way in 2015. I mean, 2015 was really? way more like personally awful for me, oh. but then 2016, I feel like it, I personally am feeling a lot better, but you know, the world is just like, you know, so many Going awful through deaths Going and through then it. this orange chupacabra that's like yeah. already, it's like not even president yet and is already like causing a, a sordid messes everywhere he goes. I, I know. I know. That's funny. I, I so. think this is the worst though. I don't think I've ever felt this 
I don't feel like I've ever felt this sense of collective, like this is the worst year ever. As a writer, I'm like part of all these like end of year roundups where you try to like look back and talk about like what was good in the year. And I'm just like, but it was terrible. (laughs) It was terrible. (laughs) But I will say, I will say that this podcast has been probably one of the major personal and professional highlights of 2016. (laughs) Oh my God. Yes. 2016 was the birth of Radio Menea. I know. Lest we forget. I know. Let's not. Yeah. And this is actually our last episode that we're our last new episode we're recording for 2016 so i i i'm happy to look back at that and say that this has been amazing and super fun and i'm really grateful for all of the music and for you veto oh <laughs> i'm grateful for you boo <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right well what do you have next for us it's one of your faves from 2016 oh my god i'm so excited about this one the next song that i have for you all is called black stars and it's by Senia ruinos you can tell me what you want now you're a million black stars in that fearless night again you're gonna tell him what he wants to he's a million black stars and he's gonna live a song i love this album i love this mujer it's just so so good this is off black terry cat which i think is actually hands down my favorite album of the year like latinx Mm. are not you know like as if you're a regular listener to the show you probably know that my taste in music is really really varied um and uh you know music by latinx artists is just one slice of like the vast assortment of things that i listen to but you know of all the things I think this album was like hands down my favorite out of everything I really couldn't get enough of it and like I just I like like the full album right like every song I was into in a different way and I like when I listen to it I want to listen to the whole thing you know front to back which is rare I think now for me um in it is we live in like such a like a one-off and singles based sort of um music culture now that um putting something out that's like an album and that really works as a cohesive piece for me is something that i still really appreciate it as a person of a certain age who i grew up listening to like the album as like you know like the main format of music that that i came to appreciate but um so i i really really love this song and this album and this song in particular i chose it because it's been bringing me a lot of solace since the election yeah 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 it's really been helping me you know like i had the um really immense pleasure to speak to senia ruinos uh about this album for brooklyn magazine when it came out and she told me that this was her uh brown girl magic album and she told me that even though we were going through this dark moment and at the time you know we were talking about like you know 
the election getting started up and like when she was writing it also was like in the full height of the protests against police violence in Ferguson and here in New York. So she was saying, you know, like even though there's this, you know, dark moment, um, that she was still hopeful. And we're in a really different place now politically, but I still feel like this song fills me with so much hope, you know? She talks about, you know, like, I know this one's not fine, but you'll figure it out. You're a million black stars in this fearless black night. And it just makes me think about how much our people have been through, you know? Like, yeah. how much, yeah. how many wars, how many continents fled and lands left behind, you know? Like, how much struggle, and yet, like, here we are, you know? Like, right. just in the words of Audre Lorde, we were never meant to survive, and yet, like, here we are, right? right. So this song reminds me of that and it brings me to that place and I really appreciate it for that reason word word I appreciate that yeah it's so lovely and you know the whole album too is like it's incredible it has it's musically really beautiful and it also like lyrically it it does a lot you know like everything from like visibilizing immigrant labor on Mexican chef to like questioning national borders to like critiquing western beauty standards it's just like so 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 much there it's so rich and I've been a fan of Senor Rubino since um, her last album Magic Tricks which came out in 2013 and I really loved her old stuff but to see her growth as an artist it has just been incredible and to like see her just honing in on this, on her own personal sound and who she is personally and musically, it's so, so cool to witness. And, um, you know, I also like just as a person, she seems so cool. The other day yeah. I saw that she was auctioning off these nameplates. So for her album art, she made nameplate pendants with the names of all of her songs. And she was auctioning them off and was donating the proceeds to the National Immigration Law Center and to the National Latina Institute what? for Reproductive Health. That's amazing. I know. Ooh, somebody there so must happy. have a connection to her, huh? There must be some I don't know. Connect. It made me so happy just because, so awesome. I mean, no shade to Planned Parenthood, but like everybody's like, I'm donating to Planned Parenthood. And like, no shade to them. Their services are like really important, whatever. But there's just like so many brilliant yeah. women of color-led reproductive health rights and justice organizations yeah. out there. Um, and it just really warmed my heart to see Senia Ruinas being like, yes, this is going to the National Latina Institute for Reproductive That's Health. Awesome. So, shout out yeah, Senia Ruinas. Yeah, badass. Well, any of y'all, if you have a chance to see her live, I think she's probably like maybe wrapping up her tour, but if you have a chance to see her, she's just a brilliant performer. What do you have for us next? So the next song I have for you all is called Traicionera, and it's by Sebastián Yatra. Buscando al que se enamora para hacerlo sufrir Si me dices que me amas no te voy a creer Tú me dices que me quieres y no puedes ser fiel Me dejaste mareando solo y triste Confieso si lo quieres saber, si lo quieres saber, Traicionera, no me importa lo que tú me quieras Mentirosa, solo quieres que de amor me muera Traicionera, en mi vida fuiste pasadera Mentirosa, no me importa que de amor te mueras I 
Shadow, I'm feeling a little like insecure next to you and you're like super dope ass, like radical, <laughs> political. Do not feel insecure. <laughs> I do feel insecure, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Oh we all God. have different different Duh. ways of uh, doing music. It's all good. So uh, You have I no idea how many people <laughs> listen to this podcast, like just like hardly getting through my weird ass music taste no. waiting for yours. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I you know. I think it's people like the mix, right? There's there definitely somebody who, who like made some comment. I don't know, somewhere on social media, like totally dissing my like weird ass Christmas song from last time. So. <laughs> Which is fair. It's fair. Although someone Except else is like, I, I would love a Christmas some... episode. Yeah. Yeah, I saw somebody else that was like, yes, el burrito sabanero. <laughs> so. <laughs> so this song and the first song that I brought were are kind of like the songs I've been like digging on this year but hadn't had an excuse to bring yet <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> which maybe mm-hmm. might not be like the same as my favorite songs of 2016 but I didn't want to bring all songs I'd already brought before too because I've already brought a lot of my faves so anyway this song is um something I've been jamming on for a couple of months I can't remember when I came across it I think it was actually like right after we recorded our Deseo episode because the theme of this song really would have been or not Deseo sorry our um shade episode because yes. the theme of this song could really fit into it it's it mm-hmm. falls into that, you know, very classic man-scorned <laughs> genre of, uh, yes. of music. Pobrecito yes. has been crossed by some woman. <laughs> Obviously, the song's called Traicionera. Oh um, it has so a lot of, like... I have so many feelings know, about being crossed. <laughs> All these, like, fierce-ass women out there just being like, bye. Bye. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I just... I love the sound of this. I mean, usually, like, I think I've said this before, but... Usually I know a song that is going to really grab me within the first like couple of seconds. Like it's just, mm-hmm. what is this? What is the sound? What is the hook? Like what brings me in? And this is one of those songs um, that I've really been digging. I'd never heard of Sebastian before. He's a baby. He was born in 1994. <laughs> He's only 22. I can't um, believe that someone born in 1994 is 22 though. I'm such a vieja in that way. Like, you feel like if they're born 94, they should be, like, five or something? Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. And it's, like, the 80s. I just keep getting, like, what? Like, oh, my God. I know. I know. know. But I'm also just, like, you're making music that I love. What? Um, So, yeah. Amazing, yeah. Yeah, he's Colombian-born, but raised in Miami. And he's had a couple of popular songs, but this one has, like, really gotten a much bigger attention. I think it's kind of going to be his breakout hit. I mean. Depends if he keeps it up or not, but but I like what I like about the song is it has sort of like a sing songiness to it, but then has an actual beat behind it too, which is often what I like about sort of poppy reggaeton tracks. Yeah, like this one. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this like we might have like a novella feels episode. Mm. You know, I feel like traicionera. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it's such a like you know like all these novella feels. It's like exaggerated. You know, like, Maldita lisiada, canalla. Right. You know, like right. just like. Right. I feel like so I I'm getting novela feels. All right, what's your next awesome political track? <laughs> How did you know? You know. <laughs> oh. So my next song is called It's My Brown Skin and it's by El Lado Negro. All the time together we grow, we stretch and we show with stuff as it goes and it won't rub off of you.
sure, but I feel like I haven't, haven't brought mm-hmm. Helado Negro yet to this you podcast haven't. before somehow. And I'm such a you, huge fan. I think you posted about this song on our on Brother Mena's social media, but yeah, I probably did. I've definitely yeah. included like some Helado Negro and like maybe like some of the playlists that we've released because I'm you know I've been a longtime fan of this artist and his work and um, and. I've really been excited as another person whose work I've been a fan of for a while and I've been excited to see him develop into something so amazing. And um, so it's My Brown Skin is from Private Energy, which is another one of my favorite albums this year. It's such a beautiful album. A lot of like really, really lovely songs. And this song in particular is an ode to brown skin. And the thing that I love the most about it is that this song holds um, this beauty and this contradiction at the same time, right? He says, like, brown skin, it'll keep you safe. And I love that just because of that contradiction, you know, because your skin being brown can mean that you're actually, like, that can actually, like, put you in danger, right? Like, mm. at risk for all these different things. But also your skin is like your largest organ and it's your its primary function is to keep you safe from like all this stuff in the outside world. So this ode being to like your skin keeping you safe and to him like loving his brown skin just is really sweet and I, I really love it. I find mm. it really touching. Well, literally like melanin protects your skin from the sun. Yeah, that's right. Brown skin will keep you safe. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I recently went to see um, his show in New York with my girl, Stephanie. Shout out, Stephanie Alvarado. Shout out, yeah, the Bronx. She's a Stephanie. listener. Love you, Stephanie. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, Stephanie. But, you know, it was like straight up like a spiritual experience. Mm. I really, really loved this show. I was just really completely smitten by his demeanor. He's just such a sweet, sweet man. And his setup was beautiful. He had like a string quartet accompanying him and... He has, like, these dancers that flank him that he calls his tinsel mammals, which are these, like, sparkly, like, beasts <laughs> that are just, like, making slow dancing movements next to him. Um, it's just, like, people, like, just covered in tinsel, right? Weird. And, like, making weird. these, like, slow... It's, like, so weird, but so beautiful, right? And it's so thought through, the whole thing. There's so much care in mm. the way that the performance is that I was just so completely smitten. Like, I was just more in love than um, I was with him before, which I didn't know was possible at the time. Mm. Um, so this is one of my favorite songs off the album. There's a lot of really beautiful ones. Young, Latin, and Proud was one that I think the single came out in 2015, but is on this album on Private Energy that came out this year. But It's My Brown Skin is such a such a beautiful, touching song. It's mm-hmm. got a really sweet video. And, yeah, I, like and video. I really encourage y'all to check it out. No, I really like the video. And he has, I think, his his look and the video kind of had like a 70s feel to it to me yeah totally oh my god he like looks like my theo like he looks like Mm. every one of our theos like the the way he dances he's got this like little like movimiento muy suave in the hips Mm. during his performance (laughs) so he's like he just looks like everybody's theo like four drinks in you know nice Nice, nice. <laughs> I I really appreciated that about him. I think that like that like seventies like the mustache, the hair, the like mm-hmm. pants, you yeah, know, like he, has, like, a he fro, just looks yeah. like classic mm-hmm. Theo look. Yep. yep. <laughs> totally. Like your cool Theo, definitely. Right. But yeah. Theo nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> totally. 
What's next, Betty? All right. Well, my last song might be familiar to like the really dedicated Radio Mineo listeners who've heard all of our episodes, like basically like my mom and my brother. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So this is uh, this is Hasta la Mana Said by Nikki Jam. Como tú te Anda tan solita, ven, dale ahí, ahí, moviéndote eso pa' mí. Ni por ti, Dios, ni el país. Ya vámonos de aquí, que tengo algo bueno para ti. Una noche de aventura hay que vivir. Óyeme ahí, ahí, a mí vamos a darle. Rumbeando y bebiendo a la vez. Tú tranquila, que yo te daré una noche llena de placer. So I was reluctant to bring a song that I had already featured in the podcast. This is in our Deseo episode, but like... If I'm being honest with everybody, like this was definitely my most played song of 2016. I haven't even seen the Spotify like data yet, but I'm sure. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. There will be no question. And when I was listening to it for this episode, like it's still I'm not it's not on repeat right now in my life, but it still brought me right back to that like moment this spring when I was just like really feeling I just had this like really intense attraction to someone that was very like kind of sudden and then not something I'd really experienced before. And this song was like the soundtrack to that like somewhat mm-hmm. obsessive crush mm-hmm. that I had. So <laughs> I heard I that song. That. Yeah, you remember. Uh, I heard that song and um, heard it again and it like made me feel that way again, which is impressive, especially given like how sort of downtrodden I feel about the world right now. So I feel like that's oh God, to me. music is powerful in uh, that that's, way. Yeah, and that's to me the, the evidence of like a really impressive song a really good song is that it can take you back there no matter what's going on so totally this also I think is probably like the number one song of the year or something like I just saw like a post on Instagram from Nikki Jam and it was like number one this number one that number one this number one that all for this song so in that way like it actually does represent like probably one of the biggest um Latin hits of the year so I'm not the only one on the like train with this song um, yeah. No. Did it? Did it get a Grammy? Did it get a Latin Grammy? It. I think it did. Yeah. I think it did. Yeah. yeah. Got a ton. It's gotten a ton of recognition and award, and has really just been like a blockbuster. So apparently, lots of people are feeling this like sort of obsessive. Like I don't know what your deal is, but I just like feel drawn to spend the night with you. Which is basically yeah, yeah. Like, I I'm way into this song. My boo also Vita's into this song. Oh hey, Vita, like, that's a big deal. Vita's like, is this J Balvin? I was like, no, girl, this is Nicki Jam. Nicki Jam. Okay. I right. like this song. That's <laughs> yes. awesome. Yeah, yeah. This is I like this I one. Like it's a good. That's one. a good litmus test because Vita. I don't know. We often hang out at Beto's apartment with her boo Vita, and I just wonder if she's like getting really sick of the music that we're playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Vita's into it. Okay, she can get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you want to revisit the the Deseo episode, it was like our fifth or sixth episode, I think. You can learn more about this song. And uh, we had a whole debate about the video and whether it was creepy or not. But but Nikki Jam is a... He's a Puerto Rican artist. And he's just having... He's having like a huge ass moment right now. And I think it's not going to... It's not going to end anytime soon. So I'm sure there's going to be lots of other good music from him in 2017. Yeah, I'm looking forward to more music from Nicky Jam. He's yeah, like doing, he's doing it right. He's doing it yeah. right. For real. 
Oh, and I tried to do this as a karaoke song once. Oh, tell me about how that went. I don't know how much karaoke you've done, but like in some places, like they take the melody out and sometimes they don't. And when they take the melody out, like I am lost. I am lost no matter how much (laughs) I've listened to a song. And so it happened in that kind of instance where they took the melody out. And me and my friend Audia, who's like my like diehard, like fellow, like I want to sing all the songs in Spanish karaoke friend. Um, We like Uh totally just Uh choked. We just choked. (laughs) We choked on this one. So... Oh my god! I feel like FYI. I have to go do karaoke with you. I'm yeah. We have um, to make it happen. Not a karaoke doer, but we have to make it happen. I'm trying to. I'm trying to like get over myself. Yeah. You know, you got to get more into ridiculous. pop music because you're not going to find yeah. any of the music you love yeah. in any karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> in any karaoke. Yeah. I feel like I have to think of like mediocre singers, pop songs by mediocre singers that I like. There's a few. Yep. I just need to think on them. <laughs> They're out there. You also just need to stop being a perfectionist about it because karaoke is not about being it's good. It's so hard for me. It's so hard. <laughs> it for is me. hard for you. It is hard for you. It's not about being good. It's just I about know. having a good time. But oh. I know. I know. It's just you know they they usually I'm usually trying to do both, but you know I'm trying to let yeah. go. It's a personal flaw. I'm trying to get better. I know you are. You're working on it. You're working, on it. <laughs> working on it. Oh All right. My what's God. your last favorite of the year? So my last song that I'm bringing you is um, by a really rad artist called El Bliss. This is called Sola. artist because I feel like if you follow you know like indie or underground Latinx music in any meaningful way you probably know about Senor Ruinos you probably know about El Lado Negro Um, if not before this year then definitely now but I wanted to bring you something that maybe you haven't heard or maybe it's like a little bit less like um, popular um, in that scene uh, but was also a really really great release from this year and so that's why I'm bringing you El Bliss. Um, El Bliss is a Puerto Rican percussionist and producer, and this year released just a fucking brilliant album called I Am Latin Soul. Um, and it's, which is kind of like, it's kind of like if Jay Dilla had been Latino, then this is maybe what it could have sounded like. You know, it's kind no. of like a, kind of like a, like a, Latino Donuts, which, you know, is really, really high praise, at least coming from me. So um, if you're not familiar. What's Donuts? (laughs) Donuts is um, one of Jay Dilla's most seminal works. If you're not familiar with Jay Dilla, Jay Dilla is 
an absolutely legendary Detroit hip-hop producer who died very young. Mm. And, um, and that's, those are the kind of vibes um, that I, I get um, when I hear El Bless. And, um, you know, it's hard to pick just one track, right? Because I Am Latin Soul is another one of these um, albums that really functions best as like a full work, right? Um, I really liked listening to it from like beginning to end um, while, you know, I was like drawing or, you know, reading or doing anything else. Um, and um, I also, but I decided to pick this one because it has a really great video. Yes, it does. Yeah, it's it's very like um, about his process, right? And about, you see like he starts off making like un cafecito and like la greca, the cafetera on the stovetop. Mm -hmm. And then like you see him like, you know, picking out a record to sample and then like working with his synthesizers. And then like he's a percussionist too. So he takes out his congas and then his friend plays some guitar over it. And then, so you like kind of like see like a little bit of like a visual of how all of the things are coming together, which is like this like very multi-layered um, song and beat and track. So it, um, so I really liked it for for that reason. Yeah, yeah, it's a really interesting sound and sort of deconstruction of like what it means to like make music from other people's work. Yeah, yeah, it's really beautiful. And then uh, the other reason why I wanted to pick this is because I also just got back um, from a few days in Puerto Rico uh, doing some work connecting Latinx organizers from all over the place, uh, but also um, just getting my entire life hearing about activism on La Isla and about ways that uh, Puerto Rico resists colonialism and like the economic crisis and you know, like the protests against like the fiscal control board there and the coal ash and Peñuelas, just like this fierce, badass activism. And I came back really dedicated to uplifting Puerto Rico and dedicated to uplifting like, you know, like this like movement for Puerto Rico Libre and for uplifting that culture um, as um, something that all Latino folks should care about in the same way that, you know, like immigration, for example, like even folks that aren't immigrants um, see um, Latinos who aren't immigrants often see that as a Latino issue, um, you know, so I really came back dedicated to that. So shout out mi gente who um, put that together and who was doing the work with and who's awesome. And if you don't know them, you should look them up. Um, and so, yeah, so I was super happy to bring El Bles, who's one of my favorites this year, but also to like represent some like really fierce, amazing Puerto Rican artistry and give um, some shine to La Isla and the diaspora. Love it. You stay being super political and radical, and I appreciate you for that, <laughs> even if it makes me feel insecure. <laughs> Always, sometimes. I can't put it away. It's like no, <laughs> it's like that like Kermit versus hooded Kermit meme, you know. Mm. I saw one that well, was that. like really spoke to me the other day that it was just like regular Kermit was like, try not to come off weird. And then hooded Kermit was like, tell them that profit is a stolen labor of the working class. And I just really, <laughs> really identified with it. Oh, oh I just can't yeah. put it away. Yeah. <laughs> and I think. I try. I think I, I think I have to put it away for my sanity. Like a lot of the time, I have to put that stuff away to just like. I don't that's know, real, feel you joy. know. I think that that's a real response. That's a real response, and we all get through things differently. Yep. And I think there's room for all of it. Yep. And you know what? 
by 2016. Yes, yes. Girl, bye. Bye. Although it was really good music this year. Really good music, right? Really good music. Talking about that, sometimes really amazing music comes out of really fucking hard shit, right? Like that's the beauty of art is that it gives us an outlet to really express all of what's going on. So I'm sure 2016 is going to bring a lot of struggle and a lot of beautiful music. And I'm excited to have this podcast to share it with all of you. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, there's so, so, so much more um, that happened in 2016. So yeah. much more beautiful music that I love Seriously. that, like, we don't have time to go into. Like, you know, Maria Uzbek was one of my favorites. The DJ Balvin, I loved this year. Yeah. There was, like, La Llegros and Princess Nokia and Alexandre Duanter and Lido Pimienta. Just so, so, so much cool shit. Yeah. Mula. Like, I just loved, loved so much amazing music this year. So, um, make sure to, um, you know, take a look at all the roundups. I'm doing a few write-ups for some of my favorites at Remezcla. Um, so make nice. sure to keep an eye for that. Yeah. And tell us what your favorites were. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we would love to hear what you think was some of the best music released this year. And the beautiful thing is that you have now 20 episodes of Radio Manea that you can peruse if you want to hear more. Oh my God! Great music. Really? I know this is this is episode 19, but pilot was episode zero. Wow. So I know I'm I'm really proud of us, Beto, that we that we did we did all of this this year. And if you're on a road trip or taking a long flight or going some for the holidays, check out our archive, y'all. Got lots yeah. of uh, lots of good music to offer you. And as a for our last episode of the year, we're actually going to rerun our favorite um our favorite episode so far so you can watch out for that in two weeks um but but yeah thank you so much for listening to us and for being such lovely supporters and all of you who posted these like really beautiful reviews on itunes every time we get a new one i screenshot it and send it to veto and it makes us feel good so thank you all for all your support and we're super psyched to see what we do with this beautiful space in 2017 yeah, we've really, really loved doing this in 2016. We've really appreciated your support. Your reviews make me so happy. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, until New Year. Ciao, amores. Hasta la próxima. Bye, cuties. Oh